0: Hey everybody, this is Kyle from Top 10 with Kyle and Mike. Just a quick warning, even though this show can get a little bit explicit times with the occasional curse word here and there, this is warning that this episode does get actually a little bit racier than usual due to the subject matter this time around. So for those of you younger listeners out there or those who don't want to hear about the subject matter of some 2000s rap songs, I'd recommend maybe giving this one a skip and trying out one of our other podcasts. Um, We have a whole one on dragons that's very kid-friendly. So with that out of the way, welcome to this week's episode of Top 10 with Kyle and Mike. Greetings, everyone, and welcome back to Top 10 with Kyle and Mike. I am your co-host, Kyle. Opposite me today is Mike, of course. Today, we are having another first, our very first recurring guest appearance. Back again, you remember him fondly, our good friend, Jameson. As we do every week, a top 10 list will be posited this week by Mike, at which point, Jameson and I will debate rigorously until we have agreed upon a definitive top 10. Let's get started. Mike, what are we doing this week? So Kyle, this week, we're gonna be talking about one of Jameson's favorite topics. We are gonna be talking a little hip hop. (laughs) <laughs> so as I thought about how we might want to approach this with our friend Jay Bizzle, uh, I actually I just couldn't think of the exact right way to to get through this because Jameson and I both have an abiding love for shitty hip hop.
1: <laughs> <laughs> which Cowardly. makes
0: Yeah, which makes it tough because I don't just want to talk about shitty hip hop, but I also don't want to like try to seem cool and talk about good hip hops. So we had to find a, a happy medium. And I thought the perfect thing to do was steal Legis's device. We're gonna do guilty pleasure hip hop. It's <laughs> really good hip hop that also sucks, and we can't help but love it. All right. So, okay. So my question is, I, I, I'm I'm basically gonna be on the periphery of this one. I can see you're why gonna I, be inserting little comments here. I can me. see I can see why Jameson is on this podcast. Um... <laughs> Uh, if question, I'll be, I'll just, I'll be like, um, I'll be like that one character in every Chris Nolan film yes. that's just there <laughs> to explain the plot. <laughs> You're exposition-y, the exposition man. <laughs> exposition uh, away! Basil
1: <laughs> exposition,
0: yeah. Yeah, wait, um, I'm so sorry, could you explain to me how the dream machine works, Kyle? Basically, I mean, the
1: black hole. I mean, uh...
0: <laughs> Alright, but I do seriously have a question. So... Yeah. Are we, so is the, is the unit of hip hop that we're discussing, like, is an item on this list a song or an artist or a I what are the logistics of this? That's a great question. We're doing songs. Also an important note, I am restricting the time period on this. I think it would naturally restrict itself a little bit uh, based on the type of ridiculous hip hop Jameson and I like. <laughs> Uh, but we're going to go 2000s. So this is going to be 2000s. And I will say, heavily skewed towards the early 2000s.
1: <laughs> like, this is right after the time when Nas and Jay-Z were putting down, like, real hip-hop. Yeah. And, like, Biggie and Tupac over on the West Coast. Yep. And then there's just a run of, like, really shitty hip-hop artists. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Before but maybe we get very... to, like, the yeah. Kendrick Lamars and the modern-day masters. Yeah. <laughs> so... Okay, another question I have: Are we yeah.
0: limiting it to the two th- like, the knots, or can we go into past the knots? That? We're going knots here. Oh, so like, is two chains? I don't know this. Is two chains outside that window? Yes, he's also outside that because his music just isn't good. It has to, it has to be like good and enjoyable, but also ridiculous in some way. Oh, okay. So I guess we just disagree on that premise because
1: I. Yeah, that's a, that's a good point because I thought I would. I was going to lean into 2 chance there, or uh, known as by his former name in the Knots, Titty Boy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was
0: Mitch Trubisky.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, you can just be our hype man, Kyle. You can be like DJ 3J, or DJ Blunt. You just <laughs> be like... Ooh, 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 Ah, um. uh, I had another question. What was it? <laughs> Um. Oh well, I'll I'll think of it. I'll think of it. But that's, I'm disappointed because I really enjoy listening to Two Chains, especially on Mercy. <laughs> that is, yeah, point. that is a good appearance from Two Chains. All right, I'll I'll stop for now. <laughs> we can we can get started. So here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna give you the song, and then I'm gonna give you the one line that explains to you why this song is so great and so ridiculous all at the same time. So clocking oh, in at number. Yes. I, I, sorry, I remember yeah. my question, and I want to get to it. Okay, so my, my question is then, can we include some aspect of an artist's work that is ridiculous or silly, even if as on, on a whole that artist is considered to be an actually reputable artist? Oh, absolutely. There, there are some spots where you get some goofy music out of a really good artist. Like, I'll give you an example okay. that's outside of the scope of this because it's in the 90s. Are you familiar with a, a song called Hard Knock Life by Jay-Z? <laughs> Duh. <laughs> so Jay-Z is generally considered a, a pretty legit hip-hop artist. Uh, some people think he's the greatest of all time. And he took the hook from Annie's Hard Knock Life and turned it into an, a rap song that was all too easily parodied by Dr. Evil. Right. Like That's, that's a ridiculous song. Also a great song from an artist who's generally considered pretty uh, pretty conventionally solid. What came to mind for me was, like, this is actually a good rap song from a very good rap artist, but I just think the line is so silly when Kendrick professes to wishing that his dick got as big as the Eiffel Tower yeah. so he could fuck the world for 72 hours. Yeah. Goddamn, he feels amazing. <laughs> yeah. so, that's, that's a really that's, good I, point. <laughs> I mean, I understand the sentiment, but it, like, it's just, it's just really uh, exaggerated imagery. <laughs> that's a good point. He also does manage to hyperbole. use, <laughs> yeah, he does also to use the the term scrotum about two <laughs> lines later, which is not a word you hear in a lot of music. Not at
1: all. No. All right,
0: now I'm done. Sorry, you go ahead. All right, clocking in at number ten from our dear friend Lil Wayne, Fireman. So, this is an old classic. It opens up with with the sounds of a siren. Uh, And then it says, you hear a lighter clicking in the background. And then you hear... Oh, I remember. Yeah, then you hear the (laughs) fireman coming. And then it it, it just kind of goes downhill from there. So, the the line that I chose from this uh, that I think really represents the dual greatness and ridiculousness of it is... uh, I see she wearing those jeans that show her butt crack. My girls can't wear that. Why? That's where my stash at. Which I just think is incredible. It's just such a great line. Wait, you haven't heard this before, Kyle? I'm sure I have, but I don't remember it. How is... How is... I get that sentiment. But... like. like how? Because I was expecting something else. Like why he's a fireman? Like, <laughs> no. like how
1: can you can you put these two together? Can you finish this puzzle for me? No, so I, I I think to try to explain why he's the fireman <laughs> takes us into a dark rabbit hole. No, Lil well, Wayne is yeah. actually
0: very interested in public service. Uh, he also has a song called "Mrs. Officer," which pretty much follows a very similar conceit, which is where he's having sex with an officer. Uh, And he he opens with, like, a wee-wee-wee-wee-wee-wee-wee, and it's, like, supposed to sound like a siren, and then he says, all she wants me to do is fuck the police. It's, like, a whole thing. (laughs) Ah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Lil Lil Wayne's in love with law enforcement. That's true.
0: Also, warning to the audience, there's going to be more profanity than usual in this episode.
1: Yeah, we should probably do a... We've
0: never done a disclaimer, because I feel like most of our profanity is moderately in check. Uh, I have a feeling this one's going to go off the (laughs) rails a little bit here. Yeah, I'm working on my work computer, so I put a lot of ellipsis in where (laughs) something I might otherwise write I didn't want to put into my work computer. (laughs) That's smart. Fair enough, yeah. (laughs) So that's number ten. All right, so number nine, two of our best friends in the entire world. Uh, The inspirations for that character in Tropic Thunder who make... uh, Bust the Nut bars, and <laughs> um, that other, whatever that energy booty drink is. Booty Sweat.
1: So yeah. is this ludicrous?
0: Close. It's our friends, the Yang Yang Twins, <laughs> with the song Salt Shaker.
1: Oh, <laughs> oh good one. Okay. So,
0: so I didn't want to do uh, another classic on which they're featured, <laughs> Get Low. Uh, the reason is, I actually think too many people would consider Get Low a legitimately good song. <laughs> But Salt Shaker is... Uh, debatable. Yeah, it probably. That's for another
1: podcast. True,
0: but Salt <laughs> is where I think the Ying Yang twins really jumped the shark. Uh, <laughs> I feel like when they picked their name, they were sort of like teetering on the edge, but once they recorded Salt Shaker, it was just, it was a little much.
1: <clears> well, because uh, aren't they the same artists that did the Whisper song?
0: That's true, yeah. That, that is that really one,
1: jumping the shark. <laughs> that
0: one was just too disgusting. Like uh, there were a couple songs that I wanted to include, like that or my neck, my back. Uh, there's a couple, but I was like, I can't even do that to the audience. Like I, I posted this on Facebook. My mom now knows this exists. Like I, can't, I can't have her hearing that. Oh, oh boy. Man. So this, <clears throat> I think the first time I ever heard this song was Thursday. Uh, we were at- <laughs> like this Thursday. <laughs> Yeah, like, like, four days ago. Oh, my God. Uh, we just, Sister Talia was in town, uh, to catch a flight, and we went and got a drink on a Thursday night, <clears throat> and, like, it was like Cinderella, like, as soon as it hit, like, 1030, like, the lights go off, oh and all God. of a sudden, like, whatever was on TV just flipped <laughs> to music videos, and this oh, was, that's this a good sign, and it got raucous, <laughs> man i can't believe that i can't believe that salt shakers come up like twice in a week for me yeah what the Ooh. hell are the odds slim so what's the line what uh wait i actually first i want to hear jameson what was your first experience hearing salt shaker
1: um <laughs> probably sometime in high school right uh yeah. riding around in a friend's car okay to be honest like, I I mean, I can't remember the first time that I heard it. You don't
0: remember? Because, it's not like when Harry holds the wand in all of shop, and it's just there's
1: like a glow? No, because, I mean, well, I don't want to throw my friend under the bus. So. Oh, he wasn't allowed
0: to listen to hip-hop like this? Yeah,
1: well, <laughs> well, because even a few years later, I'm afraid that word may get back to the wrong people, yeah. and, uh, yeah.
0: I've heard tell so, of what your mom can do with a wooden spoon, so I imagine his mom <laughs> might be in a similar boat. Yeah, and you're not nearly old enough to escape that. No, yet. at any rate, N- never. No, never. The line from this one, I actually had been hearing it r- incorrectly for years. Um, so this one, I think I- I'm also I'm very confused about w- what this means now. I thought I understood. Uh, so he he's telling this young woman to shake it like a salt shaker. Um, okay. And the line is skeet so much they call her Billy Ocean. So Billy Ocean is like an old funk artist, I guess. So I thought the so- the line was, skeet so much, they call up in the ocean. Like, the ocean called, stop skeeting so much. Which is what I, th- I thought the line was. So that to me would imply that he, whichever of the, the yin-yang twins this is, had been skeeting so much that the ocean called. But I guess, I guess <laughs> so it's like a bad joke. Like, hey, your no, ocean called. <laughs> right, that's what I thought was happening. But I guess what's happening is this young lady is causing him to skeet so much that they
1: call her Billy Ocean. So maybe, okay, no, I think I think you're right there, Mike. Your interpretation has gotten gotten better over the years. I, I
0: guess. So hopefully I'm standing in for at least some percentage of our audience. Yeah, you're the Watson to our homes in this situation. Yeah, so I know what skeet is. Oh, yeah.
1: But just in case someone who's listening doesn't know, like, what is a skeet? Um, well, in, in which, uh, which scenario? Because it's a double entendre in this scenario. Well,
0: in this scenario, I think it's referring to uh, uh, the male experience of pleasure i okay i I I think is what we're talking about here
1: however it also refers to the jazz um to the jazz uh, the style of jazz playing skeet oh okay okay that's why are you sure
0: you're not thinking of scat or is this a separate separate thing
1: i mean it's very similar i believe okay jameson
0: grew up in the south damn it
1: But, but I I think that's where they're going Okay. I mean, you you know uh, hip hop artists aren't technically the most uh, airtight with their that could be connecting it to this Billy Ocean fella. There's that's so exactly, much connectivity here. That's the point. That's where I think you're get yeah where I think it connects. Interesting. Okay.
0: Well, that's uh that's number nine on our list. <laughs> number right. number eight is another banger from an artist. Who, who will appear again and could have appeared about ten more times. But unfortunately, some of his songs are, like, just a little too good. They're, like, a little too good to appear. This one is not. Uh, this one is, I guess technically it's written air, but it's really pronounced "air force Ones. So I think the line that really epitomizes the ridiculous place we had gotten to in the world of hip-hop is... So this whole song is fetishizing. Mike, before, yeah.
1: before you go into the line, you got to mention the artist, though. Yeah,
0: excuse me. The artist is, of course, our friend Nelly, uh, joined by a few uh, other folks. Furtado. Yeah, I think yeah, so. Nelly Furtado. <laughs> it's it's pre promiscuous girl, Nelly Furtado, though.
1: <laughs>
0: so uh, before she sold out. Yeah. <laughs>
1: So there's a we're couple down, others on we're here We're down a dark path starting here Yeah I
0: think our friend, old friend Murphy Lee is on this song um, But at any rate our good friend Nelly It's kind of that point when Air Force Ones The shoes from Nike were fetishized To like a really weird degree by the hip hop yeah. community So the, the line I picked was Cause once you scuff them, You fuck up your whole night So like there's an entire core, Like an entire refrain or whatever they call it in music, I don't know, verse, where they're they're just talking about keeping your Nike's clean. That's it. Like an entire verse. Fair enough. It's ridiculous. So this whole song basically has different rap artists come on and sing a verse about the type of Air Force 1s they like best. And that's it. That's the whole song. It just keeps going.
1: Yeah. And then around the Immortal, I keep on stomping in my Air Force Ones. Exactly,
0: but it's great. The song is outstanding. It's a really great song because Nelly's amazing. The beat is incredible, and the Air Force Ones verse is is incredible. And Air Force One is a shoe? Yes. Kyle, uh, come on, man. This
1: was about this was about the same time as uh Like Mike came out. Yes. In which uh, the Air Force Ones played a large role in. Got it. As they allowed him to have the talent of an NBA basketball player. Oh, yeah. Subsequently humiliate Jason Kidd.
0: Yeah. Is Jason Kidd the one he throws the basketball off the back of his head? Yeah. 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 You gotta respect Kidd, but I understand.
1: Yeah, so Air Force Ones great, great stuff. Air Force One's coming in hot. All right. Number
0: seven. Another one that feels like it might've been some clever product placement. Um, but this one is misspelled. I'm still not sure years later, whether intentionally or not, because I don't know what the joke would be. Number seven is Holiday Inn. So oh this, yeah. this is a classic Chingy joint, uh, with a little bit of Snoop Dogg on the track. This is an all-timer. Older sister Nicole, who is not super into the hip-hop scene other than the early 2000s, like, crap hip-hop, uh, really loves this song. I think she had it burned onto a CD back in the day.
1: So, can Kyle's got it spelled correctly over here. Can you spell it out for the listeners? Yeah, for so the I
0: listeners, think- the holiday portion is spelled H-O-L-I-D-A-E. And oh, I, I, I don't understand why, and I, I never will. I don't think I'm ever going to learn why that was spelled that way. Oh, man, oh, I, can I can
1: only conjecture, but it, it goes to some weird places quick, so yeah. we'll, we'll avoid that. All
0: right, so I picked two lines for this one. Uh, they're, they're from different artists. One is from Changi. The other one, I believe, is ludicrous, I think. Uh, so the first one is chingaling. So that's Chingy referring to himself in the third person. Chingaling, equipped with much That That is an actual line, uh, presaging a future situation where our college uh, rector—that's a, a priest who runs the dorm for those of you who didn't go to college uh, at a Catholic school—heard the phrase dingaling uttered at a uh, a dance and was very confused about what was happening. Speaking of confusion, this whole time I thought the lyric was chain hang from my dingle. It is. This is a different song. Oh. That's yeah, a, that's a two we're chain on a different song. song. That's ah. a or that's a BOB and two chain song called Headband. Yeah. This is called Holiday Inn from Chingaling. So Chingaling <laughs> equipped with this much, much dingling. Yeah.
1: Cuz yeah. uh, the song you're thinking of actually came out while we were in college. BOB was big while we were in yeah. school. Yeah.
0: Wow, I sure feel stupid. But I'm yeah. glad that the actual lyric is is still the the chain that does hang from his ding-a-ling. I think it's the chain hang to his ding a ling. Yeah, the- chain hang to my ding-a-ling? Yeah, yeah it like goes down. A, I don't think he wears the chain on his ding a ling. Oh, see that's what my that's what my that's, that was my understanding of the lyric. That's, that's the, the thing about music though, right? it's like everyone kinda has their own. Interpretation. It's open to interpretation. That's a different <laughs> Cause I, cause visual. I just kind of enjoyed this vision this uh <laughs> this image of a of a guy who's so wrapped up in his success that he's He's got so much, so much bling, um, <laughs> that he could just have one hanging from a chain, hanging from his dingley. Wow, I would That's really just... like to see how that would be fastened. But at any rate, uh, moving on to the <laughs> second line from Holiday Inn, this one from our friend Ludacris: Stop, drop, kaboom, baby, rub on them nipples. <laughs> some call me Ludacris, some call me Mister Wiggles. There's also something about ball, something about, but these balls are not wiffle in there somewhere. I don't care to even look it up. It's just like, took a, it took a 90 degree turn. It was like, kaboom, something around with boom, that nipples. <laughs> I don't know where it came from i'm glad it i'm glad that it's that that happened well
1: something was on his mind clearly yeah we have a, a tough time to this day figuring out what but <laughs> yeah
0: something but see so this brings me to an interesting kind of question for us as we rank these is i think the hard part about ranking these is the like is it a decent enough song to be on this list question is very binary see, it's like
1: to, yeah to be honest like i don't yeah that that's a struggle with that one because I've barely heard that. Really, have listened to that song maybe twice in my life. I can think of. Then I think it needs to be reconsidered. That's that's. But I think that's the question. But is, like those lines are just magical.
0: It has to be magical, <laughs> but it can't. But it, the problem is, it can't be "Girl, you stank. Take a bath." Because "Girl, you <laughs> stank. Take a bath" is just bad hip hop. It's not guilty pleasure because you don't get pleasure. It's like Goofy and you listen to Girl I Stank take a bath and, you know, just got my report card, throw some Ds on that bitch. Like, (laughs) incidentally, throw some Ds on that bitch. Almost made this list, but I listened to it right before and it was too good. I couldn't put it on. It was, like, just a good song.
1: Yeah. No, fair enough.
0: Yeah. I I was just going to ask you whether or not the... um... The noun doo-doo head makes an appearance in Girl, You Stank. I think it does, yeah. I'm pretty sure it does. I'm pretty sure it does. (laughs) Just so that we're all... Yeah, it's like, girl, you a doo-doo head. You a doo-doo head. And it, like, just keeps saying it, right? No, it's not a clever use of doo-doo head either. No. No.
1: No. All right. On to number six, I believe.
0: Well, Jameson, there's a segment that I always remember. uh, And that segment is the not top three. Right, Kyle? Ooh. Well done, Mike. But first,
1: I'll recap
0: look at this guy yeah i remember all the cues like
1: (laughs) man the the growth from my first podcast that i was on to now (laughs) is just exponential
0: staggering staggering stuff all right so at number 10 fireman by our friend lil wayne number nine salt shaker the yin yang twins number eight air force ones nelly number seven holiday inn by chingy Alright, uh, so how does a Not Top 3 work for this, then? That's a good question. So we always try to do, like, the opposite. So this one would be... I guess, theoretically, it would be, like, really good songs that you you want. To, I guess this is this is like last with the Guilty Pleasure television shows. We'd want to do those rap songs that, like, you want to tell people you like. Yeah, like, your, the opposite of guilt is, like, a sense of pride yeah, it's for like, listening to a song. This is, Let's stick with the sort of, like snooty, I want people to know I listen to this because it makes me fancy kind of thing.
1: Okay. Yeah. j um, what do you got? So, I mean, that's that's the problem is there was kind of a... It, at least looking back on what I actually listened to in the yeah. mid-2000s... You are right. About whatever you're about to say, you're totally right. There's dearth of really, like, high, sort of highbrow rap songs. Yeah. There's not, like, a, a Kendrick Lamar or, a I mean... I'm just struggling to think of there's like early, that there's, like early on that.
0: There's, like, there's like early outcast there's like there's like early outcast talib uh yeah talib
1: qualley yeah there's like a, i never really i never listened to him though because like that that wasn't that means it wasn't mainstream enough for a boy from charlotte north a white boy from charlotte yeah, north carolina i would to say I,
0: i'm gonna second to. that one well <laughs> i was just also gonna say like you you blew it. Up until now, like people didn't have any idea of our race, but yeah, damn it, Jameis. <laughs> we are trying to keep personal details on this podcast. There were no hints before this, and now that everyone knows, pro- our real, our biggest danger is some employee of Google hears this and they just like back test to find our Google histories. They'll know exactly <laughs> who we are because like. They, they're, the one, like once I finally give it up that I googled Julie Andrews naked, like <laughs> they're gonna search that in their Google search history, and there's only be one person who's ever googled that, and yeah. it's me.
1: Somehow we after, found them. Yeah. Somehow I doubt that. <laughs> <laughs> the internet's a dark place, man. Yeah. Um. Moving on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so well, <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> nothing to see here. <laughs> nothing to see here. <laughs> We, okay, so not top three though. We yeah. we have to come up with something for something for the fans. All out. right, you know what? Here's so, one.
0: Here's a people going back in time and pretending that they liked that uh, the college dropout, the first Kanye album, more than they did. The college dropout's great. There's like four or five great songs on that. But people being like, "Oh man, the college dropout. That's so much better than."
1: I mean, you could you could also say the same for 808 and heartbreaks. That's people, true. People still did. Uh, I mean, you talked to people about three years after it was released, and it was way more popular than it was at the time. Yeah, and I include myself in that too because I didn't listen to it at the time it was released.
0: Yeah, I did. So however, just generally,
1: yeah. maybe early Kanye. Then
0: that's. A, I think that's probably a good. That's a good one. I did. I will note. I did put uh, a quote from 808s and Heartbreak on my AIM after Caroline, now longtime girlfriend. Uh, and I were, were not able to to date when I was in like tenth grade. Things weren't working out between us, and I did. uh... uh it wasn't cold as? How winter. could you be so cold as the winter wind when it breeze? Yo, I it was. It was. I think it was love locked down. I think it was. I think it was like keeping your love locked down. Nice. Yeah. yeah.
1: Love locked Man, that AI that AIM game was strong. Oh man. yeah.
0: Um, I'm trying to think. So, yeah. Here's here's something that I... I, I I'll, in, I'll slide in this, like, uh... Cra- I, don't, I can't think of one that fits, but maybe you guys can. What about a song that has, like, a particularly complicated or fast section that people were really proud to say that they knew all the lyrics and could rap it in time? Oh, great Basically, one. Basically,
1: like, anything with Buster Rhymes. Anything with Twista? Anything with Twista? <laughs> so, the other one I'm thinking of for this Not Top 3, though, is, um... Man, what's the guy... Uh, I'm totally blanking on his name. Uh, man in the Moon was... Oh, Cuddy. Kid Cuddy? Yeah. yeah, Everybody was like, yeah, Cuddy, just before he got off the drugs, man. Like, yeah. Well, ever since he got off the drugs, he hasn't been the same. That
0: is true, though. Weed Cuddy is better than no weed Cuddy, if we're being totally frank here.
1: But, but yeah, no. I I think he, he sort of, like... Definitely Weed Cuddy leaks back into the late uh, late aughts. Yeah, so I yeah would, he does. I would throw him on there. I would but also I throw think...
0: uh, Stan, the song Stan by Eminem. Now, I love that song. It's a great one. I don't really love Dido generally, but it's the best Dido sample I've ever heard in a rap song. Um, it's a kind <laughs> of a category. It's a narrow category, but it's a hell of a <laughs> sample.
1: Okay, well, then fair enough, but mid aughts. That was Eminem's prime time because think about it, Lose Yourself was 03. I just completely forgot about that. Yeah,
0: yeah. Just like the over, I say I think people didn't listen to as much Eminem as they pretended to because it's not easy listening. Like it's angry shit, and it's like a lot of them are long songs. Stan is like an eight minute song about a, yeah. a dude killing himself and his pregnant girlfriend. Like oh my god, it's a good song, but geez, that's a tough one. Uh, You have to be in a kind of mood. Yeah. Yeah,
1: that's... Speaking of which, Lose Yourself came on the radio this afternoon. Mm. I was jamming out. Oh, yeah. Still know every word.
0: Doing that accounting, baby. Yeah. So, Eminem then? Yeah. Because right now I have early Kanye, weed Cuddy, and I'll throw (laughs) Eminem on there. Yeah, that'll do. I think that's good enough. It's a hard... It's a hard hard category to do. Busta Rhymes, a close four. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) All right.
1: Man, what a, what a hot top three there. Yeah, it's You're a beaut. It's a beaut.
0: Four. All right. So, so rolling into number six is another classic. Uh, this one is also falls into the category of I almost didn't use it because it's a little too gross. And for my chosen line, I'm going to skip the line that I think is truly disgusting, but I encourage you to, uh, to head on to the, uh, the azlyrics.com to find the lyrics. So number six is that classic Lil Cam song featuring 50 Cent magic stick so love though, magic it's a great song so the lyric that i chose for this one is i'm a freak to the core get a dose once you gonna want some more so i chose this one because it was essentially the only line that i didn't creep myself out reading <laughs> so to all the listeners out there check out the rest of the lyrics this is a different song than disco stick right yes yes that's lady gaga that's oh, a lady gaga really one. yeah Wow, I guess I guess thematically they're pretty different songs. Sorry I asked I just wanted to bring up disco stick.
1: I don't think thematically they're that different. no they're not, they're not as different honest. as
0: you think in here my friend. <laughs> but the yeah. well the but like the the, the genre of the song I, they're, it's the same subject matter but oh, like I think we're talking about to, the same stick. I completely agree. <laughs> yeah. One is disco, one is magic but really those are kind of synonymous. yeah, yeah.
1: fair enough. Um, yeah, I don't have a lot to add on this one because 50 Cent was a little too heavy for my Forte. Interesting. To be, uh, kind of in my wheelhouse. Um, dare I say too close to the streets? Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't have a lot to add there, but, uh, yeah, I, I know of it by reputation, that song. I think what I'm really
0: imagining, uh, as a follow-up to this, to this pod and to, Basically, all the pods. I'd like to get a convention together whereby we meet the other consumers of this pop culture. Like, I'd like to get together with a convention of people who also like the song Magic Stick. And I just want to know what's going on in their lives. And what I really want to know is who had sex to the song Magic Stick. Because that that's what this song was written for, right? Like I'm I'm thinking when Lil Kim wrote this song, it was like. I'm going to give one to the couples out there. All right, baby. Magic stick. But, like, <laughs> who listened to this and was like, yeah, all right. I just don't know. I just don't know.
1: As compared to, like, what, DMX's Rough Rider anthem or No, <laughs>
0: no. Like, uh, 21 questions. I can see myself getting a little freaky to 21 questions. Like, that's a very romantic song. I love you more than a fat kid love cake. Like, I could love you in a bedroom, I could love you on a bus, I'll ask 21 questions, are they all about us? Like, I get that, that's romantic. But, like, this I'm song... on a plane. Yeah, this song, which I, once again, I will not quote anymore. deeply, it's too sexually aggressive for me, it's kind of scary. I'm a little intimidated by the stuff that's happening in this song. I'm just really enjoying picturing this conference. It's like this, <laughs> this huge banner... And it's like, it's Magic Stick Con 2018, <laughs> and there's like the, key na- the keynote speaker, like <laughs> surprise God. is 50 Cent, and he's like, hey, how y'all doing? Everyone's like freaking out, they're all wearing, like, there's like, um, you those wacky wavy inflatable arms yeah. yeah. There's one of those, but it looks like a Magic Stick, and oh, he's not that's like perfect. a, not like a, not a wiener, like an actual wand, <laughs> and he's like, why even around? And people are wearing like, t-shirts, and they're standing in line, to get stuff signed, like, <laughs> I do not i r I I don't I wouldn't be allowed admittance because I don't know magic stick, but I I would really much like to pose as a vendor and sneak into this conference. A vendor of what? What would you be purveying at this conference? What's any what, number of things. What would be bought and sold at this conference? Food? People are, what there's still people. They still wanna eat candy like that. There's outdoors, still people. Like on-
1: David's hot dogs.
0: Yeah. One way or another,
1: I'm getting into this con. Okay. All right. Uh. Onward.
0: All right. Number five. I'm sticking with the theme of classic romantic songs of the early 2000s rap movement.
1: Hold on. I need a moment to comment on like just how atrociously shitty most of these songs were. Like. <laughs> But they're also the great. Game. <laughs> these, are I mean, just like these are all the songs that you skipped over because, you, maybe, maybe not you, but I did because we were in like what seventh, eighth, seventh through tenth grade. Yeah, you did not play <laughs> these songs around your friends, or at least I did not. Oh, I did.
0: I played the edited <laughs> versions because that's what I was allowed to buy.
1: But I sure did play them.
0: Didn't you guys listen to like Green Day? Like, that's what I was listening to. I listened to like a little bit of Green Day, but mostly I was listening to Chingy.
1: <laughs> like you guys were less angsty cuts.
0: than I was. This yeah. was like my Song 41. Green I was about to Day say, things.
1: Kyle, uh, You don't see any bitches here, do you? Yeah.
0: <laughs> this was sort of like the pivot point in my life where, like, had I continued down this road, I would have gone full Tom Haverford slash like Schmidt from New Girl. And I've got, I've got that, but like, I don't know, something happened and knocked me off my uh, orbit a little bit. All right, five. But number five, another classic, uh, classic slow jam, romantic tune, freak leak by old friend mm. Petey Pablo. Yeah. Yeah. So, Kyle, I'll let you share our group's Petey Pablo anecdotes <laughs> shortly, but, um, the lyric from, <laughs> the lyric from this song, it could only be one. There could only be one. Um, the lyric is Shamika, Keisha, Tara, Shonda, Sabrina, Crystal, Deronda, Lisa, Felicia, Tanisha, <laughs> Siobhan, Monica, Monique, Christina. <laughs> I'm getting the giggles over here. This is not good radio. <laughs> There's one more. There's one more. Uh, Yolanda. So, so for, for some reason, I don't understand why. It's totally, totally separate from the body of this song. P.D. Pablo's <laughs> Is rapping about Freak Leaks, which I think has something to do with women. I'm not sure. And then also Leak is spelled like the vegetable. It's really <laughs> So I don't know what's happening. But then suddenly he just <laughs> sings a bunch of ladies' names consecutively with no lead in or no conclusion. <laughs> it's just there.
1: So I don't know what happens. That was part of his non-disclosure agreement. I guess maybe I don't know. He had to mention them in a song. Yeah, first name only. Well,
0: something happened. Uh, This this is a great song. So so Kyle, at least
1: that's the way I picture it. So so Kyle, why don't
0: you share with the audience our uh, our Pete Pablo anecdote? (laughs) Jameson should know this one too. He probably does. We had a we had a friend. yeah. Yeah, we had a friend in college named Kwame. Correct me if I if I misremember this. I don't remember how we found out, but it was super us... casual. Whatever it was, it was way more casual than you would have thought. Yeah, we, he either told us or we just discovered it like but his fa- it was his Facebook. He has like an old Facebook picture. profile picture. And it was just a him with Pete Pablo like at an airport, right? The Charlotte airport, I believe. And he hadn't changed his profile picture in like 8 years because he <laughs> he was like 12. <laughs> but like to be fair, if you manage to snap a pic with Petey Pablo, like, it's like you're never going to change that profile picture. It, it may still be it to this day. Who it knows? probably is. And the best part is, like, Kwame was more mature than any of us. And the picture, like, his profile picture was him. Like, we're trying to do pictures of like, us and our girlfriends and look all grown up. And him was, like, a prepubescent shot of him with Petey Pablo in the airport. What's so great, though, is that 12-year-old Kwame like, wanted to get a picture of P.D. Pablo and recognized him. Yeah. Like, I may have sat next to P.D. Pablo 15,000 times in my life, and I would never know it. That's true. Like, the, the fact that 12-year-old Kwame knew, like, this is P.D. Pablo, I got to get a pic is pretty cool. Yeah. Pretty incredible.
1: Absolutely.
0: A quick, quick Wikipedia note, um, because I was trying to remember, I knew something had happened. Uh, on September eleventh, two 2010, Barrett, which I'm assuming is P.D. Pablo, was arrested, oh my god, at Raleigh-Durham International Airport after trying to carry a stolen 9mm semiotic pistol aboard a U.S. Airways flight bound for Los Angeles. It continues. But it wasn't just a firearm, it was a stolen firearm. Those are definitely not allowed. No. So, Jameson, what else you got on freak leak What are your thoughts? I can't believe it's spelled like leak. Go ahead.
1: <laughs> I can't believe you didn't know that. Sorry. Idiot. <laughs> <laughs> no freaky freaky a-, a classic uh m- much like his uh other one uh north K- or yeah
0: yep raise up that,
1: that that's the one that i'm more familiar with but uh freaky leak is is a-, a-, a good song um i would almost argue that it's so much of a classic that it's it, it toes the line of being guilty pleasure. That's
0: a good question, because that was my problem with Raise Up. I thought about doing Raise Up by P.D. Pablo. Like, you know, North Carolina, come on of Raise Up, take your shirt off, swing it around your head like a helicopter. Yeah, these it's are the, too those good. Are the
1: two, those are the two P.D. Pablo songs that are yeah. mainstream. Agreed.
0: It's, like, too good.
1: But, but yeah, no, I, I, I like this. Uh, we'll get to this later, but I like the positioning, too. Okay. So. All right.
0: So, number four... This one, this one toes the line in the opposite direction. It might not be good enough. I think it is. Number four, Grills. And that's Grills with a Z. Of course. So, uh,
1: Nelly showing up again.
0: Nelly showing up again. Uh, Paul Wall, of course. Uh, then a couple other people who I don't remember, I don't care. The line I chose was one of many I could have taken, all from Paul Wall's verse, which was actually really good. Uh, it was I might cause a cold front. If I take a deep breath. Yep. There's also one about having more carrots than a salad, more th- carrots than Bugs Bunny's lunch, something about a disco ball, something about chewing on aluminum foil. I don't remember. All I know is <laughs> Paul Wall started his career, if I am if I remember correctly, as like a jeweler to rappers. He was selling them grills, which for those of you who just woke up in 2018 were these uh, dental accessories where you'd put, like, a mouthpiece in, but it had diamonds on it. So Paul Wall met a bunch of rappers by selling them those and then became a rapper whose entire existence was to rap about having grills. And then a song came along called Grills. So, succinctly summarized. Thank you. It sounds like just a very clever advertising campaign. Yeah, I think he ran out of money uh, recently. (laughs) If I'm remembering correctly, well, that,
1: that's fair because <laughs> I, I think the rap game has kind of moved on from that uh, sort of fashion. Yeah
0: the the Kanye the Kanye wearing the pink polo thing kind of killed that part of the the rap fashion.
1: Exactly. No, I, yeah. Girl, girls is a is a man. What a great song. Yeah, I remember you you bumped to this one. Oh so. yeah.
0: So initial initial returns are that it it could be good enough to stick on the list. Oh,
1: definitely. Okay. I mean, yeah. It, it's tough, but I, I give it to it just because of how easy it was to listen to. Yeah. And like, yeah. I mean, it, and you didn't, um, unlike some of the other ones we mentioned at the top of the podcast, it wasn't too, I mean, it it, it had some lyrical merit to it, yeah. basically. true. Some, some.
0: A little bit, not a ton, but a
1: little bit. Y- yeah, keep going. What, number three.
0: Number three. a our, quick recap. Yeah, let's do a little recap. So, uh, number 10, Fireman, Lil Wayne. Number 9, Salt Shaker, the Ying Yang Twins. Number 8, Air Force Ones, Nelly. Number 7, Holiday Inn by Chingy. Number 6, Magic Stick, classic team up between Low Kim and 50 Cent. Number 5, our boy Petey Pablo with freak leak Number 4, Nelly again, joined by Paul Wall and a couple other chumps so that takes us to our top three which means that it's time for a couple honorable mentions is that right my friend kyle you're just all over the segments today mike i don't even know why i'm here just keeping us on track so i've got a really really long list i'm not i don't even think we should parse these i'm just gonna read a couple out rapid fire just yeah, c- hit us with all of them at once, and we'll just let it wash over us. Yeah. So I'm gonna. The only thing I'm gonna mention is I'm just gonna mention the ones that I like really had in contention because a lot of them I just decided were too good. Like, mm. also map. I have one that was too bad. Laffy Taffy was just too bad. Like I couldn't put Laffy Taffy. Tape- La- t- I couldn't put on. It was too bad. Uh, a couple of that were really good. Um, so throw some D's. I mentioned Hot in mm. Here. Uh, Big. I was b-...
1: wondering when that would come up.
0: Uh, too good. Big pimpin' yeah. way too good. Yeah. Uh, shake your well, tail. Also, hot,
1: yeah. hot in here. Just sorry to interrupt, man. That is an all time music video too.
0: Incredible music video. Also, one of like ten rap songs. My mom could probably rap the whole thing too. Oh, That's she, got such a great open. Like, hot in that song. Uh, boo, yeah.
1: boo,
0: like you know when that song's on, and then the temperature gets up real quick. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, shake your tail feather. Mm-hmm. classic murphy lee joint uh i'm in love with a stripper which i don't know i think that one might warrant inclusion it's such a great song the edited version i had i'm in love with a dancer was not as good uh also uh how we do which is the game in 50 cent i think it was too good and then last my band by d12
1: yeah i don't know i never liked that my band oh i much, loved but... my band But yeah, I I don't think it was widely, I don't think it was widely hailed. Yeah. Um, fair enough. I mean, so far, like just through 10 through 4 and the honorable mention, I I noticed we're missing a little bit of our friend T.I. here too, which seems to me to be an omission, but we can discuss. We got three to
0: go, j See,
1: our friend T.I. I I thought about,
0: but I wanted to save our friend T.I. for an examination of like actual great rap at some point. Because T.I. is legitimately awesome. And he's got a couple songs that veer into self-parody. So we'll we'll discuss. But I, the reason he doesn't appear, and spoiler, he's not going to appear, is because I think most of his music is too good.
1: Fair enough. But, uh,
0: yeah. So, Fair but, enough. So the top three, uh, typically, and as with most of the construction of this list, I try to keep it, and I know Kyle does too, universal. We try to make sure that we're... Accepting of how all people would view these categories. We try not to make it just about our views. I know it's coming. <laughs> Sometimes we can't help it. And in this case, I really couldn't help it. Uh, this is a little bit of inside baseball for a couple of the top three. Number three, slow motion by our friend Juvenile.
1: <laughs> so old friend... I have a feeling we're about to get a little dose of Juvenile up here in the top three. We might get a couple from Juve the Great. Uh, Yeah,
0: number three, slow motion. Also, I think one of the juvenile songs that I really like is from 1999. I don't care. We're breaking (laughs) all the rules. So slow motion, the line that I chose, it's really, it's like, you know, people talk about, you know, Robert Frost, Emily Dickinson. They talk about the great, they talk about the great poets, the great American poets. Included up there is the author of this great line. If you love in my bark, let me bury my bone. I just think it's so beautiful. It's such a beautiful line. Um, I don't know. It just makes me feel something, you know?
1: What does it make you feel? I never remember. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you've made Kyle short circuit my.
0: <laughs> Would you like me to read the line again, Kyle? Nope. I got it. <laughs> you sure? Because I think I was it's affecting the uh, the the misdirection on a lot of these lines is great because I was expecting something along with the bark to you know like something about bite you know a bark, uh, bark and the bite but it's it's just yeah. far more direct than that yeah and um, goes right at it I think that's very intentional on the on the artist part I also actually I wasn't going <laughs> to use this line because I like I said I'm generally trying to refrain from being too egregious but I have to note the song opens with slow motion. So like that's the that's the hook and it opens with the hook. And then the first line, literally the first thing that Juvenile actually says is I'm a dick thrower. <laughs> that is literally his opening line is I'm a dick thrower, which I don't know what that means. I've I don't think I've ever met one of these dick throwers in my life. I'm so alarmed by it. The image that immediately comes to mind is that reporter who threw the shoes at President Bush back in the day. Like I, I don't know what this means, and I'm so I'm, thrown it's off like by the same it.
1: Same person at uh, <laughs> is it the person at Patriots games who keeps? Yes, yeah, they've they've had
0: some issue with that.
1: I'm picturing that crazy duck that can throw its penis like a.
0: Lasso. Oh yeah, it the can... Argentine lake duck. <laughs> so much that will also, uh, spoiler alert, the Argentine Lake Duck will reappear on our Fun Facts podcast sometime. That's amazing we made it 15 episodes without a
1: reference to this Argentine Lake Duck. Man, I'm honored that I was here for its introduction to Top 10. Yeah, it will come up again because it was like a weekly
0: occurrence at our dinners. Alright, <laughs> that was three. Yeah, What's there's nothing two? more to be said. Number two. Just keeping it with The Power Hour, one of the all-time greatest songs, but you have to feel guilty about hearing it for a lot of reasons. Back that ass up. Excuse I, me. I, I'm i so sorry. I actually <laughs> misspoke. I meant to say, back that as up, because this song is spelled back that A-Z-Z up. I am... Quite frankly shocked that this isn't number one. <laughs> but Number one I gave into the pressure. Number one I gave into what I think is actually everybody's uh guiltiest pleasure rap song. Fair enough. H-
1: However, I think uh this qualified as all of our guilty pleasure rap songs senior year, given that uh brothers had that marvelous habit of playing it. Every
0: time. Yeah. Every
1: time we were there. We, we could not leave until it had been
0: played. Nope. And it was always... It was predictable. It was going to be played, so that really determined. You could be at the bar for five minutes or five hours. You had to leave only once you'd heard that song. I think a significant contributing factor to the guilt associated with the yep. song is the music video. Yes. Walk us through the music I, video a little bit. I feel disgusting just being in the same room as a TV that's playing this music video. It's not like... It's not x-rated like it's all it's just it's just it makes you feel bad it's, it's a lot of it, 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 really it just looks uncomfortable they're like in some kind of swamp like it's yeah. clearly incredibly human yeah it's, it's, so like, it's like 105 degrees there's like a million this. people and there's not a single tree in sight it's just sun baking <laughs> these heels for and like a night and it's like a 12 year old little wayne makes an appearance. yeah he sure does it's, it's this like this
1: weird. And not only that, but they're all fenced in on the other side from Juvenile and Lil Wayne. Yeah, it's all chain
0: link. It's just like a, a and there's a lot, a lot, a lot of asses being back. A up. lot of asses of all shapes and sizes, and concerningly, probably a lot of different ages. Uh, yeah. It's it, I don't know how thoroughly they screened for how old the the young ladies backing their ass up on that video shoot were. It's allegedly um it's it's a very alarming situation because you know that juvenile had this song that he and his buddies were not really thinking was going to be a great hit and suddenly like mtv calls there's like oh my god everybody's listening to back that ass up where's the music video <laughs> and they're like oh shit we gotta make a music video so they have a camera in like their neighborhood and that's it like there's nothing more to it it's like a home video
1: yeah, so it's like the Ninth Ward in uh, New Orleans or something.
0: Yeah, probably because that's where Lil Wayne is from, and that's literally it. And it's and they just have a bunch of people. Like, there's a dude in a wheelchair that they're just like spinning around. It's a mess. It's, it's just really mess, something. Yeah, quite frankly. So go ahead and give them a the line. Yeah. So this one I picked just a random one because I wanted to stick with uh, I wanted to stick with the theme. Uh, apparently, juvenile liked dogs because this one uh when describing uh his interest in, in a young lady just says I wanna walk it like a dog. Yeah <laughs> and that's it. I wow. think I ha- I think I have a strong idea of, of what he's referring to and oh my. He he really went right <laughs> he really went right at it there. I'm shocked that the Dick Bandit was not referenced. Yeah, I didn't wanna I, I was not sure, but Kyle, why don't you tell us about the Dick Bandit? I don't even know the lines around it. It just goes, something, something, dick bandit. That's really all that matters. Because once again, you're sort of having this weird situation where there, there's there's dicks being thrown and <laughs> banditized. Like, I'm confused about about the portability of, of the wieners in these songs. It's a mystery. And uh, But of all all these crazy things we said about this song in the music video... I cannot help but smile when it comes on. This is a great thing Oh, party. every time. Absolutely. Every that is time. why
1: it is number two. But yeah. you also
0: can't help but hide that smile. <laughs> oh, I don't want to see that I'm enjoying it. No. No. So number one is a little bit of a, a, a departure thematically. But this is one of those rap songs that it's like, eh. But everybody knows it. Everybody gets up for it at parties. And when you hear it, you kind of bump to it and you feel like shit about it. It's <laughs> it's pleasure and it's guilt all in one. The remix to Ignition by R. Kelly. Wow. Interesting. So I knew this was a this was a, a, a bit of a departure. Curious to see how you feel about it. But Slow I'll walk on
1: putt, Mike.
0: I'll walk you through a couple of the reasons why I think this song feels so strange when you listen to it. So, as as all of our listeners know, R. Kelly is allegedly uh, a bit of a strange fella, um, he's
1: not allegedly a strange fellow. He actually is a strange fellow. He's allegedly a lot of other things,
0: okay, fair enough. We're gonna stick with allegedly for the purposes of <laughs> our very small legal department um <laughs> so a couple things that he says I'm that off. just that have convinced me that R. Kelly has never lived out the scenario that's put forth in this song so I, I like to think that a lot of my musical artists of this genre have done a lot of research so like i think that you know with freak league for example i feel pretty strongly that Pete pablo had uh had met and wined and dined each of the ladies on that list i don't think r kelly's ever been to a party does he even have a fro no i mean he has no. he has he's you know cornrows so i guess yeah, theoretically cornrows, he could he's, have a he's
1: generally kept his hair short he
0: could like have me. a fro but yeah okay sipping on coke and rum i was confused for 20 years when i heard people say rum and coke it's not coke and rum it's rum and coke nobody says coke and rum it's not a thing he made that up too he has that whole line about after the show it's the after party and then after the party it's the hotel lobby no there was no party. There was a show and then an after party. And then he's saying after the party, I get it. This is all for like verbal expediency, but it sounds dumb. And it makes me think that he's not been to a party. And the last thing is, I know he's never been to been invited to a party because of the murder she wrote line. Like he references a like 70s show where a bunch of old rich ladies solve murders. In this song, he says something about murder. She wrote, "Got privacy like on the door." She wrote, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Gonna get you out them clothes. Yeah, what? What? In what? How world? is was like, "Murder." She wrote.
0: <laughs> I don't know, cause privacy's on the door. I don't know. I don't it's know. Strange. I, so this, I guess, yeah. I'm, well, like I, I think I could see why you would put it on this list.
1: I'm like, I'm kind of surprised that you just vaulted it all the way to number one. Oh well i mean you if you've been to a party this is the one that's guaranteed everybody still goes crazy for it so i mean I, yeah
0: i think it's like by by night or by light of day the way you feel about it so like by night when you hear this in like a club or a bar you freak out and you look at your friends and you're like you've had a couple drinks and you're like it's not remix, to ignition and then somebody's like Hey man, how come there's no original ignition? And then everybody's like, "Oh, dude, that's you're you're right, man, you're right." And that happens, and you like you feel great about it. But then the next day, if you were to hear that again in the car with your friends, you'd kind of look around and be like, "I don't, I don't know if we should listen to this. This is weird." (laughs) So to me, that's kind of what epitomizes the guilty pleasure. I think you're right. It just you're right. Like it just feels really separate from the rest of this list to me. Probably because I didn't. Because, I did. I wanted to get away with sneaking all of my favorite songs on this list, so I decided to do a little fan service and give the fans what they wanted with their correct number one. It's yeah, it's correct, but at the same time, it's just like it's not absolutely filthy. And like, <laughs> I feel like I feel like I've gotten on this this train of of, of wanting to do that. That's fine. <laughs> that's fine hey, that's fine with me. i always happen to put. uh I got a couple on here that are kind of waiting in the wings. A Miss New Booty has just got no home. Like,
1: wow, I totally forgot about that song. Yeah, I, I, I think this list would be, I, I'm sure if I had had more time to prepare, which of course would defeat the whole purpose of the podcast, I could have come back with more. But I have one in particular that I am I want to find a home for too. So
0: Excellent. And like I said, I think Ignition, if we were actually doing the podcast that I promised, definitely number one. But I'm fine with lying to the listeners. We this is our damn podcast. All right, All so right. I'm gonna re, I'm gonna recap ten to one, and then why don't yeah. you guys talk about what you see as vulnerable? Some of your thoughts. Yeah. Number ten, fireman. Number nine, salt shaker. Number eight, Air Force Ones. Number seven, Holiday Inn. Number six, Magic Stick. Number five, Freaka Leak. Number four, Grills. Three, <coughs> slow motion. Number two, back that as az- up. And number one, the remix to ignition.
1: Yeah. So, Kyle, go ahead. I actually
0: don't have any that I want to add (laughs) Uh, because I don't know any. (laughs) Um, So, the the co-host from Chicago cedes his time on the floor (laughs) to Jameson. All right.
1: So, I I guess the one that I want to point out at least is a little shaky to me. Mm -hmm. Um, just as far as being on the list, okay. Probably seven in number seven and number six. Just because yeah, I'm, that's not fair. Sure, I'm not sure that they kind of ever hit the critical mass of acceptance to sort of be, like, a guilty pleasure. That's like fair. It, at least the way I'm envisioning it, like we were talking about earlier, you're riding around with your friends, and it comes on, and you look over, and you both are just, like, start bumping your heads yeah. to it. So, I mean... And, and more likely than not one one out of two of you at least uh, uh pro, probably wouldn't know those songs.
0: Wait, what is the movie where two characters that happens like they're in a car and there's some song. Is it The Other Guys?
1: I think it's The Other Guys.
0: Like some song comes on and they're like look at each other a little bit like with the side eye and then they end up like belting out the song together.
1: It, it's it's definitely a Will Ferrell movie, yeah,
0: all right that's another project for another day um all right, continue j bone
1: so so those two and then i I kinda agree with Kyle a little bit about the remix to ignition positioning okay yeah, I no, it definitely deserves to be on this list, yeah, I just don't know like the way you phrased it if you're listening to it in the light of day and you're having trouble with it can it really be number one in your guilty pleasure hmm. rap songs?
0: Yeah, and I'll say this, because if this song comes on when you're out, it is universally and unquestionably enjoyed. And, like, there's, I don't, I feel like a guilty pleasure, by definition, cannot be universally accepted, kind of, like, on a dime like that, right? Yeah. Not to say... What about, like, what about the uh, the um, Cotton Eye Joe? Everybody loves Cotton Eye Joe, but they feel like shit about it. Later, though. Like, I think, I think it's a degree of a guilty pleasure. Okay. Well, all right, like, enough. when, when Baghdad Up comes on, everyone is kind of like, even in that moment, like, mmm, <laughs> should, yeah. should we be doing this? So, I, I, think, I think Ignition stays. I do. But probably even high. But I'm, I'm, I'm just, let's, let's quit beating around the bush here. I'm just trying to find a way to get Baghdad Up at number one i mean don't get me wrong, Back That As Up is is one of the songs that made us love each other. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it's it's one of our love songs, really. <laughs>
1: so, I, I, I guess I wanted to make one uh, humble recommendation to the list. Oh, that bring the committee. That I would slide in there probably at number five, because okay. I think it's a better song than Frequently, and I think you know where I'm going with this as far as artists. I think I do, yeah. It's... It's TI. It's Rubber Band Man. That's a good <laughs> pick because that's one of the more <laughs> ridiculous TI songs. And the, the 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 line is the line from this is they call me Rubber Band Man wild as the Taliban. Yeah. This came out in 2002. <laughs> this, this man was not afraid to take political risks. Yeah. Again.
0: That's true. He was he was making a statement there.
1: Oh, he's been making statements all his life.
0: He also has uh he has a great line. This is kind of unrelated, but I know Jameson you like it. Um Do you I'm, catch that? That was amazing. What? It's making statements? Uh, oh. I was like never forget. <laughs> All right. Moving on. <laughs> moving right along. Is that the only one you had included or you wanted to add Jameson? Cause... That's the
1: only one I can think of off the top of my head just because of the that line there. <laughs> I was like, man, this this line fits in perfectly with this list. So, uh yeah, cuz I don't really have a repl- I I would take off p- probably holiday in. All right, let's pull it. Let's pull it. Okay. I think we should also. I think you're right about Magic I, Stick I too. I think that one off before Magic Stick is because Magic Stick is just so absolutely disgusting that it's absolutely a guilty pleasure. If it, yeah,
0: but as you said, I'm concerned about who's who's yeah whatever. Um, <laughs> but maybe we should replace that with "I'm in love
1: with a stripper." <laughs> I, th- I I kind of I tend to agree with that because lyrical quality of i'm in love with a stripper not high recognition game higher than mag- higher than magic stick yeah um also the fact that you could not get the explicit version speaks volumes uh to um guilty pleasureness yeah good
0: par- good parenting all around i'm in love with a dancer a dancer so we're inserting that one
1: instead of Holiday Inn? No, we're inserting that one instead of Magic yeah. Stick. Oh. We're taking out Holiday Inn to put in Rubber Band Man. Okay. But then Rubber Band Man's pushing down freak so, Okay. Oh, my God. Okay. Yeah, no, this one's moving it all around.
0: Some serious construction in this Excel spreadsheet. <laughs> all right. So uh, Magic Stick, okay, replace that with I'm in love with a dancer. <laughs> just <laughs> kidding. And then we're removing Holiday Inn, so everything else goes up.
1: Goes up one. Yes.
0: Can we just we decided that we're moving back that as up to number 1, right? That's fair. Yes.
1: I think so. Yes. So where do you,
0: do you want to just put Remix down to 2 or do you want to discuss that further?
1: I would be interested in discussing that further. I mean, I don't I don't know, Mike, how how strongly do you feel about this? Well, like in- I
0: said, I'm willing to throw it out as a gesture to Making this list more intellectually honest and really just making it a list of disgusting songs that I think are awesome. I don't need. I don't think we need to completely throw it out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> let's, it's not exactly. Let's calm like... down.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> don't get scared. The
0: listeners <laughs> pay the bills, Kyle.
1: <laughs> I think number two's a good spot to have it. Just, I mean, universally recognized. I yeah. mean, and, and, and I mean the fact that it's a guilty pleasure. I don't think that has to. It has to matter that everybody goes crazy for it when you're a few drinks in and the song comes on at a bar. Yeah, I agree. All right.
0: Okay, then I think that puts us at a definitive top ten. Did I do did I do this all correctly?
1: Uh, switch freak leak and Rubber Band Man. <laughs> okay. Words you thought you would never hear in a sentence together. Yeah. Certainly not today. <laughs> Awesome.
0: Uh, do you guys have any last-minute kind of uh, additions or amendments to, amendments to make here? Or are we pretty much at a definitive uh, top ten list? I think we're. I think we're there, yeah, Mike. Believe me, I'm good. I I didn't think I was going to sneak half this many by you guys. So yeah, you didn't get a lot of opposition from me. Listen, <laughs> sold sold to me. I'll take it. This might be the most intact list we've ever put together. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> from start to finish. Well, I do well, know I my audience. Yeah.
1: There's, once again, I think our, uh, lack of intellectual diversity has probably hobbled us here. Shut up,
0: Jameson. That's not true. (laughs) That's definitely part of it. It's okay. It's okay to swing back a little bit towards the shorter side of podcasts after the last couple we've done. Yeah. good. This has been such a quick podcast.
1: (laughs) In particular, uh, Mike and I like the same kind of rap, and so i i I mean I don't have much to add beyond where he goes with this, so
0: look fair enough uh as soon as you guys wanna do an angsty teen music podcast, you let me know it'll be perfect oh, you have to get
1: Dylan for that one
0: yeah we'll we'll That's invite a really good idea, yeah, Dylan would actually be fun for that
1: i'll I'll be elsewhere <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, jameson as a uh, honorary guest, <laughs> this where someday we'll have you on where you can actually pick your own list, <laughs> 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 but for the time being. Uh, would you like to recite our definitive top 10 of
1: Guilty Pleasure hip-hop songs? It would be my pleasure, Kyle. Um, number 10, Fireman by Lil Wayne. Number 9, Salt Shaker by the Yin Yang Twins. Number 8, Order Force Ones by Nelly. Number 7, I'm in Love with a Dancer slash Stripper. Um, number 6, freak leak by P D Pablo. Number 5, Rubber Bandman, T.I. Number 4, Grills. Nelly. Number three, slow motion for me by juvenile. <laughs> number two, remix to ignition, R. Kelly. And number one, you always gotta back that as up. All
0: about that as. Good work, boys. Nicely done, boys. It's been a pleasure being
1: back on. Thanks for having me. Anytime.
0: Alrighty friends. That was our top 10 for this week. But now we'd love to hear your top 10. So please check us out on all of our available social media outlets, traditional outlets, whatever outlets we have. Check us out on Twitter at top10km. That's all spelled out, top10km. Our email, top 10 km spelled the same way, at gmail.com or our site, top10km.podbean.com. All forms of communication accepted, except for serial killer notes. Please don't send us any of those. If you like the pod, be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts so you never have to miss an episode of Top 10 ever again. If you didn't like it, please tell us why. We'll try to make the show better. Our theme music was composed by Kevin McLeod, and our artwork was created by Erin Sant. You can check out her stuff at Sant Design on Instagram. Alrighty, goons, we'll see you next week.